This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 62 in downtown Binghamton at 604. The forecast from News Radio WNBF. Some isolated showers possible later today. We do have some patchy fog around the region now. Generally today, though, it'll be sunny with a high around 81. In fact, we should be able to uh, have no rain of substance for the next few days, according to forecast. Primary day is history, the second primary day in New York State this summer. Endicott native Josh Riley has defeated Dutchess County businesswoman Jamie Cheney to win the Democratic nomination in New York's 19th Congressional District. Preliminary results indicate Riley defeated Cheney by a 63 to 37 percent margin. He'll face Republican Mark Molinero in the November general election. Ulster County Executive Pat Ryan, a Democrat, defeated Molinero in a special election in the district, which had been represented by Antonio Delgado until he resigned several weeks ago to become New York's lieutenant governor. Ryan received 52% of the vote. Molinero got 48%. In the Democratic primary in New York's 52nd Senate district, Leah Webb defeated Leslie Danks-Burke. Webb will face former Binghamton Mayor Richard David in the November election. Two New York City Democrats have been ousted from the House of Representatives in primary elections after redistricting shuffled congressional districts. A 15-term incumbent who chairs a powerful House committee, Carolyn Maloney, and a first-term progressive, Mondaire Jones, one of the first openly gay black members of Congress, lost their elections. Maloney lost to her longtime colleague, Congressman Jerry Nadler. Jones lost in a crowded race for a new district. The chair of the House Democrats' campaign arm, Sean Patrick Maloney, survived a primary challenge of his own from a progressive candidate. WNBF News Time 606. A Rochester couple who a black firefighter accused of throwing a racist pool party are saying the event was intended to ridicule liberals, but they say it was not racist. Dennis Nicholas Nicosia and real estate agent Mary Nicosia hosted the party on July 7th. It prompted a legal filing by Rochester firefighter Jared Jones. He said the party featured a display mocking the Juneteenth holiday with Juneteenth flags displayed over buckets of fried chicken. Mary Nicosia admitted to running an anonymous Twitter account that posted racist images and content, but she said she is not racist. A lawyer for Jones said he would use the couple's news conference that was held Tuesday as evidence. In New York City, the Metropolitan Opera is dropping its vaccination requirement for audiences next season, but will still mandate the wearing of masks. The decision differentiates the Met from Broadway theaters, which loosened restrictions last month by making mask wearing optional. Last May, most Broadway theaters lifted the requirement that audience members provide proof of vaccination to enter venues. The Met season will open September 27th with the company premiere of Medea 
In an Italian translation, the company returned last season from a one-and-a-half-year absence caused by the pandemic. In Albany, a bill in the State Assembly might provide some relief to New Yorkers who are dealing with student loan debt. The Assembly bill, as proposed, could provide for a personal income tax deduction for student loan payments. It uh, would change the provision that says payment not in excess of $5,000, actually paid by an eligible borrower for student loan repayment to the extent not deductible and determining federal adjusted gross income and not reimbursed. In plain terms, borrowers would be able to take a personal income tax deduction of up to $5,000 for student loan payments. According to uh, one report from Spectrum News, New York student loan borrowers now owe $90 billion in debt. I'm Bob Joseph. WNBF News, WNBF News Times 609. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. Farmer Bra this is News Radio 1290 AM. WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. News Radio. Good morning on this Wednesday, August 24th. It's 6-11. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, joined by Bob Joseph this week as Kathy is on vacation. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen to traffic early last week. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. And around the county, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 59 degrees, a few clouds out there, 100% humidity, and a dew point of 59 degrees, so it feels a little muggy out there. Today, isolated showers after 3 p.m., some patchy fog before 9 a.m., otherwise sunny with a high near 82 degrees and a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, patchy fog after 3 a.m., otherwise mostly clear, a low near 59. Thursday, patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny with a high near 85. Thursday night, mostly clear, a low around 64 degrees. And Friday, slight chance of showers, then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 11 a.m., mostly sunny, a high near 86, 50% chance of rain. And Friday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8, partly cloudy, a low near 63, and a 30% chance of rain. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF. It's been a Six fifteen on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. 
Aaron Judge hit a 453-foot drive halfway up the bleachers for his 48th home run and added an RBI single during a seventh-inning rally, boosting the Yankees past the Mets 4-2 for a two-game sweep in a Subway Series both teams hope was a World Series prelude. A boisterous crowd of 49,000, the most at Yankee Stadium in the regular season since the 2013 opener, stood for the ninth as the Mets loaded the bases with two outs on a hit and two walks against rookie Clark Schmidt. Wandy Peralta relieved and retired Francisco Lindor on a fly ball for his second save of the season. So it seems like the Yankees might be getting it going again. They were supposed to face Jacob deGrom yesterday. deGrom ended up getting pushed until Thursday against the Colorado Rockies, so the Yankees saw Taiwan Walker, who pitched pretty well. Yankees and Mets both off today. As I mentioned, deGrom will go for the Mets against the Colorado Rockies on Thursday, tomorrow. And the Yankees will head out to Oakland to take on the Athletics. No starting pitchers announced in that game yet. And the Binghamton Rumble Ponies won 8-6 yesterday against the Reading Fightin' Phils. Got RBIs from Gaddis, Mangum, Mauricio, and Sanger. Mangum hit a home run, a solo shot in the seventh inning, his second of the year. So the Binghamton Rumble Ponies will be back in action tonight on the road. Game starts at 7 p.m. You can listen to it right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. Other sports news, Fernando Tatis Jr. apologized privately to his San Diego Padres teammates for testing positive for a performance-enhancing drug, then publicly expressed remorse for the 80-game suspension that will keep him off the field well into next season. The star shortstop says he's really sorry for mistakes and that his dreams have turned into his worst nightmares. He said there's no one to blame other than himself. He was suspended on August 12th after MLB said he tested positive for Clostabol, an anabolic steroid. Tatis also announced that he'd be receiving shoulder surgery that the team has been hoping he'd be getting. He'd been playing through that injury for a couple of years now. It always seemed to pop up and put him on the injured list around this time of the season. So now that he's got an 80-game suspension, we'll might as well get the surgery finally. Also, Los Angeles Angels owner Art Moreno said he's exploring the possibility of selling the franchise. Moreno purchased the Angels in 2003, a year after they won the World Series. He spent aggressively on aging free agent stars like Albert Pujols and Josh Hamilton, but the club hasn't been back to the fall classic since he became owner. Los Angeles is set to miss the postseason for the eighth straight year, despite featuring AL MVPs Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Moreno's announcement comes at a critical moment for the franchise, with Otani set to be a free agent after the 2024 season. The Angels, I like the Angels, but they're one of my least favorite teams in baseball because of the way they're run. If you remember when the Yankees signed Garrett Cole going into the 2019 series season, the other team that was really heavily involved in bidding was the Los Angeles Angels, which made next to no sense because if you looked at their roster, well, they needed more than just Garrett Cole. They needed an entire rotation. So when the Yankees outbid the Angels, it's not okay. They'll pivot and they'll go get a couple more free agent pitchers. But they didn't. They signed Anthony Rendon to a massive contract. Rendon has hardly played for the Angels since signing that contract. And their pitching situation is so dire that in last year's draft, they only drafted pitchers. Now that might not sound like much if you're a basketball fan, you only get two rounds of the NBA draft. 
the MLB draft. Talking about like 35 rounds where they just only took pitchers. And I said, well, we don't have any pitching, so let's just draft only pitchers. Hasn't worked out for them so far. So maybe selling the team, getting some new management in there. Might help the Angels return to their former glory. It's a big market. They share a market with the Los Angeles Dodgers, and they spend well. They just aren't spending money in the right places. It's 619 on WMBF. Now it's time for Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street now stocks drifted lower but slowed some of the losses to start the week. The Dow fell 154 points, off almost a half a percent. The Nasdaq gave up a fraction going into the red just after the bell. And the S&P closed down nine, a loss of less than a quarter of a percent. Economists say volatility is returning to the markets as worries rise about how aggressively the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates. The central bank says that's what's needed to cool inflation, but investors all are worried if the Fed pushes too hard, the economy will fall into a recession. New home sales slowed more than expected last month, with the housing industry being hit especially hard by rising interest rates. Fed Chair Jerome Powell may have more to say about all of this when he speaks at an event later this week in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It has been the site of some major market-moving speeches in the past. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Want to say? Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Go on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Six twenty-two on WMBF. Now it's time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. One of the most efficient ways to improve your overall health is through your gut. I'm not talking about your belly. I'm talking about your microbiome. It's home to virtually countless types of microorganisms, both good and bad, that influence your immune system and help synthesize important vitamins, one expert told us. Those organisms also offer protection, can help heal wounds, kill off bad pathogens, even help some medications work better. If you want a microbiome that works better for you, start by incorporating a wide variety of foods into your diet, especially ones that are high in fiber and ones that are fermented. Also, try and reduce stress as much as possible. Too much stress can result in a leaky gut, not something you want. And studies have shown that having a pet, a dog specifically, reduces your chances of developing asthma and allergies later in life. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. 
long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Dak Prescott here. Why do I choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because better sleep elevates my game. Only my Sleep Number 360 smart bed helps me fall asleep faster, keeps me cool, and effortlessly adjusts for my best sleep. The result? 28 minutes more restful sleep a night. That's more focus, more edge, and more highlights. And that means more wins for all of us. Don't miss our weekend special. All smart beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. This is it. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 626 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen to traffic last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now it won't open until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. And around the county, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 59 degrees, a few clouds out there, maybe some fog, 100% humidity and a dew point of 59 degrees. Today sunny with a high near 77. Tonight mostly clear, a low near 59. Tomorrow sunny with a high near 80. Tomorrow night slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 3 a.m. Partly cloudy, a low near 62 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 3 p.m. Mostly sunny, a high near 81, chance of rain 60%. And Friday night, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 9 p.m. Partly cloudy, a low near 60 degrees, and a 60% chance of rain. 627, you're listening to WMBF. Enjoy. When I grow up... I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm fleece on a cold I want to day. Be a football I want stadium. to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for an entertainment update. ABC 
ABC Entertainment News. Welcome to Wrexham. Two Hollywood stars by a UK soccer team. It's not the start of a joke, but a real thing. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney did. And it's the subject of the new docuseries, Welcome to Wrexham, which follows the pair as they try to take the team from underdogs to champs. Reynolds says it's like one of his favorite movies, Field of Dreams, which isn't really a sports movie. And I think that this town and this community has this kind of like wellspring of stories coming out of it. Welcome to Wrexham debuts today on FX. Which stars are going to test their smarts in the new Celebrity Jeopardy tournament? Entertainment Weekly has the list, which includes Ray Romano, Simu Liu, Aisha Tyler, Patton Oswalt, Constance Wu, BJ Novak, Elijah Schlesinger, Candace Parker, and Michael Sarah. Celebrity Jeopardy premieres September 25th on ABC. Deadline says there's a King Kong series in the works at Disney+. Plus. That's saying it to be mean. And celebrated and controversial comedian Dave Chappelle is 49 today. Say it because it's funny. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. You're in Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 60 in downtown Binghamton. It's 631. The forecast from the National Weather Service. Some patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, we should have a sunny day. Across the twin tiers, might be a few isolated showers this afternoon. A high 81. More fallout from the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. The National Archives confirming that documents with the highest levels of classification have been turned over by former President Trump's Florida estate. But archivists weren't convinced that everything has actually been returned. ABC News correspondent Alex Mallon says there are some issues that have yet to be resolved. Once the National Security Division took over in tandem with the FBI, that initiated this June meeting where one of the top DOJ officials for counterintelligence, Jay Bratt, visited Mar-a-Lago in person and they had a subpoena basically saying, please hand over the remaining classified documents that are in your possession. It's only 75 days away from the midterm elections that might change the balance of power in Washington. ABC political director Rick Klein talks about some of the big winners in the primary elections. In New York, an absolute pileup for Democrats, particularly in the New York City area where you had many Democrats running against each other because courts decided that the original redistricting plan was too aggressive, that Democrats went too far. It forced a bunch of members of Congress to run against each other. The biggest result, Jerry Nadler defeating his colleague of 30 years in the House, a longtime colleague of his and a friend of his in Carolyn Maloney, a big win for Jerry Nadler. And here in the Binghamton area, Endicott native Josh Riley has defeated Dutchess County businesswoman Jamie Cheney to win the Democratic nomination in the 19th Congressional District. Preliminary records indicated Riley defeated Cheney by a 63 to 37 percent margin. He'll face Republican Mark Molinaro in the November general election. Ulster County Executive Pat Ryan, a Democrat, defeated Molinaro in a special election in the district, which had been represented by Antonio Delgado until he resigned in late May to become New York State's lieutenant governor. Ryan received 52% of the vote and Molinero received 48%. In the Democratic primary in New York's 52nd Senate District, Leah Webb defeated Leslie Danksburg by a margin of 59 to 41%. Webb will face former Binghamton Mayor Richard David in the November 
general election. WNBF News Time 633. A Rochester couple who a black firefighter has accused of throwing a racist pool party a few weeks ago held a news conference to say the event was simply intended to ridicule liberals. They didn't want it to be racist. The dentist, Nicholas Nicosia, and real estate agent, Mary Dizarsik Nicosia, hosted the party on July 7th that prompted a legal filing by firefighter Jared Jones. He said the party featured a display that mocked the Juneteenth holiday with Juneteenth flags displayed over buckets of fried chicken. Mrs. Nicosia admitted to running an anonymous Twitter account that posted racist images and content, but she insisted she is not racist. A lawyer for the firefighter said he would use the couple's comments during the news conference as evidence in the case. The Metropolitan Opera will be dropping vaccination requirements for audiences next season, but it will still mandate the wearing of masks. That decision is different compared to Broadway theaters, which have loosened restrictions by making mask wearing optional. Back in May, most Broadway theaters did lift the requirement that audience members provide proof of vaccination to enter venues. The Met season will open September 27th. The company returned last season after a one-and-a-half-year absence caused by the COVID pandemic, managing 196 stage performances without a cancellation. WNBF News Time 634. Students in New York State no longer will have to take a COVID-19 test if they've been exposed to someone who has tested positive. Under the relaxed COVID guidelines, random testing won't be mandated for school districts across the state. Districts would have the option to administer COVID tests in conjunction with athletic programs and other special circumstances. WNBF weather. Patchy fog this morning, otherwise sunny today, high 81, mainly clear tonight, low 58, sunny tomorrow, high 84, mostly sunny Friday, with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 86. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 60. I'm Bob Joseph, WNBF News. Almost three... Six thirty-seven on this Wednesday, August twenty-fourth. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Bob Joseph. Well, finally, to the midway point in this week. Only a couple more days to go until we get to the weekend. And for the rest of the week, I'm going to be working on a little article called "The Newcomer's Guide to Binghamton." So I think this is a perfect opportunity to say to the people, "Well, I might need some help." I might need some help from the people. So far, I got speedies on the list, obviously. I wrote an article a couple weeks ago about how speedies haven't gone national yet. Doesn't make any sense to me. Also, doesn't make any sense how I had a younger brother go to Binghamton University for four years. Never once had I even heard the term speedy until I came to visit Binghamton the first time. Came to visit the studio. They said, well, you got to go get a speedy. I said, I don't know what that is. 
said it's the most delicious sandwich that's ever existed. And I said, well, I'll be the judge of that. And I was the judge of it. And might be true. Might be true. It might be the most delicious sandwich ever created. So that's definitely on the list, of course. It's first on the list. But I haven't really done a lot of other things in Binghamton. Part of the news world is that I'm always at least half working. Even in my off hours, I'm at least keeping an ear out. Seeing if I notice anything on the streets. Anything crazy going on. Thinking about ideas. I will say, since I've come to Binghamton, I've gone to more town or county or whatever fairs than I have in the last, I don't know, four or five years that I was living on Long Island or in the city. So that has been cool. I like going out to fairs and talking to people. I like working at fairs, especially. I did a remote broadcast with 98.1 The Hawk a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Everybody wants to come talk to you when you have a table of games set up and prizes to give away. Everyone wants to hang out and say, well, who's this guy? We've never seen this guy before. Where are Tracy and Glenn? Nope, just James. And I can always count on friend of the program, Val, to let me know when I've missed something on my list of newcomer's guide to Binghamton. She asked if I've gone on the merry-go-rounds yet. I haven't. I haven't. I know carousels are a big deal in Binghamton. I have yet to actually try one out myself. I don't think I've been on one since I was like eight years old. But I've seen a couple really old ones around the city. I've been meaning to say, all right, one of these days I'm just going to stop by and go check out the carousel, talk to some people. That's one thing I can always count on from the WMBF listeners. If I mispronounce something, I'll hear about it. If I ask for advice, or if I ask for something to do for the weekend, I'll hear about it. You guys are great. It's 641. You're listening to WMBF. You're a new... Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up, and there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out all the way, every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. News 
6.43 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen early last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now it won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. And around the county, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 59 degrees, a little cloudy outside, maybe some fog. 100% humidity, a dew point of 59 degrees. So it feels a little muggy out there. Today, isolated showers after 3 p.m., but sunny with a high near 77 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly clear, a low near 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 80. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 a.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 62 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 2 p.m. Mostly sunny, a high near 81, a 60% chance of rain. And Friday night, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 8 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 60 degrees and a 60% chance of rain. And it looks like we have a pretty nice weekend ahead of us after that. Sunny and 78 on Saturday, and sunny and 83 on Sunday. Well, a quick check on sports as well. Aaron Judge hit a 453-foot drive halfway up the bleachers for his 48th home run and added an RBI single during a seventh-inning rally, boosting the Yankees past the Mets 4-2 for a two-game sweep in a Subway Series both teams hope was a World Series prelude. A boisterous crowd of 49,000, the most at Yankee Stadium in the regular season since the 2013 opener, stood for the ninth as the Mets loaded the bases with two outs on a hit and two walks against rookie Clark Schmidt. Wandy Peralta relieved and retired Francisco Lindor on a fly ball for his second save of the season. No game for the Yankees or the Mets today. They're both back in action tomorrow. For the Mets, Jacob deGrom taking on the Colorado Rockies. And the Yankees will head out to face the Oakland Athletics in California. I always hate when the Yankees go on a West Coast road trip. Feels like they never play very well on the West Coast. No matter how bad the Oakland A's are. For whatever reason, every four-game series, the Yankees play at Oakland. I can't remember the last time the Yankees actually won a series in Oakland. It doesn't matter how bad the A's are. It's just first leg of the road trip never works out. Binghamton Rumble Ponies won 8-6 yesterday against the Reading Fightin' Phils. Got RBIs from Gaddis, Mangum, Mauricio, and Sanger. Mangum hit a solo shot in the seventh inning. So another good win for the Rumble Ponies. They're back in action tonight at 7 o'clock on the road. So you can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. Other sports news, Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets plan to stay together after all. The all-star forward asked to be traded earlier this summer. The Nets said Tuesday that the team's leadership met a day earlier with Durant and business partner Rich Kleiman 
in Los Angeles and agreed to move forward with our partnership, quote-unquote, according to general manager Sean Marks. Marks added that the goal remains to bring a championship to Brooklyn. That is certainly more likely by keeping Durant, who remains one of the best scorers in the NBA. He's set to begin a four-year extension he signed last summer. Really weird situation with Kevin Durant. Asked for a trade almost immediately after Kyrie Irving officially opted into his $36 million player option. Then Irving announcing in a tweet after opting in that he was wanted to stay with KD. He said, I'm here to stay with KD. I'm not going anywhere if Kevin Durant isn't going anywhere. And within two days, Kevin Durant had officially asked the Brooklyn Nets for a trade. The Phoenix Suns were high on his list. Imagine hating Kyrie Irving so much that you'd rather play in Phoenix, Arizona than Brooklyn, New York. But it's a moot point now as Kevin Durant will remain with the Brooklyn Nets for the foreseeable future. It's 6.48. You're listening to WMBF. Let's face it. As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? First, I had to decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more. So I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy and giving up impossible. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now it's time for Kim Commando. In Santa Barbara, California, a billionaire software designer named Dan O'Dowd is running for the Senate. O'Dowd has flooded California with paid TV commercials showing a self-driving Tesla running over child-sized mannequins time and time again, all the while claiming that Tesla software is the worst he's ever seen. If elected, he says he's going to put a stop to self-driving cars and guess what happened next? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Protect your car from expensive repairs. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. O'Dowd's commercial is viral and now an internet challenge. Naturally, Elon Musk, along with Tesla superfans, are apparently defending Tesla to the death, actually videoing their own children standing in front of a moving self-driving Tesla to prove O'Dowd wrong. At least one video of this lunacy has already been shown on CNBC. Now, of course, these people are morons, and it will take just one Tesla failure to prove it to the world. Get more tech news at commando.com. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like checking in your baggage at the airport without a lock. You think your stuff is private, but you never know who just might be going through it. When you go online without a VPN, internet service providers can see every single website you visit. They can legally sell this information without your consent to add companies and tech giants who use your data to target you. That's why I recommend ExpressVPN. When you use ExpressVPN, internet service providers can't see your online activity. Your identity is anonymized by a secure server and your data is encrypted for maximum protection. Just fire up the ExpressVPN app and click one button. It works on all your devices, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi is protected. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package at expressvpn.com slash Kim. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim. 
You know, I'm so Hey America, we need to have a little talk. We've got a lot of food in this country. We've got so much food that we can't eat it all. So how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids who need it. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's time to... Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have an update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen to traffic last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. Around Broome County, Paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Haleddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 59 degrees. A few clouds out there, maybe some fog on this early Wednesday morning. Humidity 100% and a dew point of 59 degrees, so it also feels a little muggy out there. Today isolated showers after 3 p.m., but sunny with a high near 77 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight mostly clear, a low near 59 degrees. Tomorrow sunny with a high near 80. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 a.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 62 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 81, a 60% chance of rain. And Friday night, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 8 p.m., partly cloudy with a low near 60 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. That's before we get into a pretty nice weekend. Looks like Saturday mostly sunny, a high near 78. And on Sunday, sunny with a high near 83. So a pretty good weekend to be out and about in Broome County, the greater Binghamton area. Maybe finally go see those carousels. That friend of the program, Val, was telling me about earlier. I heard they close at Labor Day, so it seems I'm running out of time to actually go see one. And continue working on that newcomer's guide to Binghamton. Gotta explore the area a little more. Been here for three months. I should have like 20 things that people from Binghamton just have to see in their first three months. Running out of town fairs to go to as well. In 657, you're listening to WMBF. 
want to say. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave them alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, alongside Bob Joseph this week. No, Kathy. Kathy White is on vacation, so I hope she's enjoying her vacation. Got two more good hours of WMBF's first news before we'll hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in and contribute to the program. And as Bob alluded to yesterday, there's a little surprise on the program today. So you're going to want to listen to the whole thing. But ABC News up. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 60 in downtown Binghamton at 7.04. The forecast from News Radio 1290. Some patchy fog across the Twin Tiers for another couple of hours. Otherwise, today will be sunny. A few isolated showers possible late this afternoon. A high 81. Endicott native Josh Riley has defeated Dutchess County businesswoman Jamie Cheney to win the Democratic nomination in the newly configured 19th Congressional District. The election night results showed Riley with 63% of the vote to Cheney's 37%. Riley will face Mark Molinero in the November general election. Ulster County Executive Pat Ryan, a Democrat, defeated Molinero in a special election in the district, which had been represented by Antonio Delgado. He resigned May 25th, become New York State's lieutenant governor. Ryan was victorious over Molinero by a 52 to 48 percent margin. In the Democratic primary contest in New York's 52nd State Senate District, former Binghamton City Councilwoman Leah Webb defeated Leslie Danks-Burke of Ithaca. Webb won by a margin of 50, uh, 59 to 41 percent. She'll face former Binghamton Mayor Richard David in the November election. Webb issued a statement early this morning after the results indicated she was the winner in the race. She said she's immensely proud that she was able to run a campaign that, in her words, brought people together rather than divided them, that listened to every voice and that stood against the idea that politics is a race to the bottom, instead striving always to meet the American ideal that civic engagement is a noble calling, that democracy asks everyone of us to join. That was a statement from Leo Webb. In the Republican primary contest in the 51st State Senate District, 
Incumbent Senator Peter Oberacker defeated Terry Bernardo by a 53-47% to 47% margin. WNBF News Time, 7.06. New York City, two Democrats ousted in the U.S. House with the primary elections following the redistricting that shuffled the districts in the Big Apple, a 15-term incumbent who chairs a powerful House committee, Carolyn Maloney, and a first-term progressive, Mondaire Jones, one of the first openly gay black members of Congress, lost their elections. Maloney was defeated by her longtime colleague, Congressman Jerry Nadler. Jones lost in a crowded race for a new district. The chair of the House Democrats' campaign arm, Sean Patrick Maloney, survived a primary challenge of his own. Rochester couple, who a black firefighter is accused of putting on a racist pool party in July, decided to hold a news conference with their attorney. They said the event wasn't racist, it was simply designed to ridicule liberals. And they say there's nothing wrong with that. The dentist Nicholas Nicosia and his wife, real estate Mary Nicosia, hosted the party on July 7th. It prompted a legal filing by Rochester firefighter Jared Jones. He said the party featured a display that mocked the Juneteenth holiday with Juneteenth flags displayed over buckets of fried chicken. Mary Nicosia admitted to running an anonymous Twitter account that posted racist images and content, but she insisted she's no racist. A lawyer for Jones said he would use the couple's comments from the news conference as evidence in an upcoming lawsuit. WNBF News Time 708. The Metropolitan Opera is dropping its vaccination requirement for audiences next season, but it still will require the wearing of masks. That decision differentiates the Met from Broadway theaters, which loosened restrictions a few weeks ago by making mask wearing optional. Most Broadway theaters now have lifted the requirement that audience members provide proof of vaccination to enter venues. The Met season will open September 27th. The company returned last season from a one-and-a-half-year absence caused by the pandemic, managing 196 stage performances without a cancellation. WNBF weather. Some patchy fog this morning. Sunny today, a few isolated showers this afternoon, high 81, mainly clear tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 84, mostly sunny Friday, high 86. Right now it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at 709. I'm Bob Joseph, WNBF News. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Almost three. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 710 on this Wednesday, August 24th. You're listening to WNBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Bob Joseph. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen early last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. And around the county paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bunhill Road. 
Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 60 degrees, some fog and mist outside. 100% humidity and a dew point of 60 degrees, so a little muggy out there. Today sunny with a high near 77 degrees. Tonight mostly clear, a low near 59. Tomorrow sunny with a high near 80. Tomorrow night a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 3 a.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 62 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 3 p.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 81, a 60% chance of rain. And Friday night, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 9 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 60 degrees and a 60% chance of rain. Before we get into a pretty nice weekend, Saturday sunny with a high near 78, Sunday sunny with a high near 83. It's 7:12. You're listening to WMBF. The vessel colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold in your house. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. WNBF. 7.14 on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. Aaron Judge hit a 453-foot drive halfway up the bleachers for his 48th home run and added an RBI single during a seventh-inning rally, boosting the Yankees past the Mets 4-2 for a two-game sweep in a Subway Series both teams hope was a World Series prelude. A boisterous crowd of 49,000, the most at Yankee Stadium in the regular season since the 2013 opener, stood for the ninth as the Mets loaded the bases with two outs on a hit and two walks against rookie Clark Schmidt. Wandy Peralta relieved and retired Francisco Lindor on a fly ball for his second save of the season. No games for the Yankees and Mets today. On Thursday, Jacob deGrom will take on the Colorado Rockies for the Mets. And the Yankees will head out to Oakland for a four-game set against the Athletics. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies won last night 8-6. 
RBIs from Gaddis, Mangum, Mauricio, and Sanger. Mangum hit a home run, a solo shot in the seventh inning. So a good win for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. They're back in action tonight at 7 o'clock on the road. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. Other sports news, Fernando Tatis Jr. apologized privately to his San Diego Padres teammates for testing positive for a performance-enhancing drug, then publicly expressed remorse for the 80-game suspension that will keep him off the field well into next season. The star shortstop said he's really sorry for mistakes and that his dreams have turned into his worst nightmares. He said there's no one to blame other than himself. He was suspended on August 12th after MLB said he tested positive for a close to ball, an anabolic steroid. Fernando Tatis Jr. will also undergo shoulder surgery that the Padres have wanted him to get for about two years now. He's been mostly playing through pain and managing the shoulder injury, but now with this lengthy suspension on deck, no excuse to not just undergo the surgery. Los Angeles Angels owner Art Moreno says he's exploring the possibility of selling the franchise. Moreno purchased the Angels in 2003, a year after they won the World Series. He spent aggressively on aging free agents like Albert Pujols and Josh Hamilton, but the club hasn't been back to the fall classic since he became owner. Los Angeles is set to miss the postseason for the eighth straight year, despite featuring AL MVPs Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Moreno's announcement comes at a critical moment for the franchise, with Otani set to be a free agent after the 2024 season. Otani likely in line for a pretty hefty contract when he does hit free agency. You know, something that nobody mentions when they talk about Shohei Otani is that he came over to Major League Baseball from Japan a year earlier than he probably should have if he had spent one more year playing professional baseball in Japan. He could have signed a contract more similar to what Masahiro Tanaka got with the Yankees back in 2013. Or 2015. That was a while ago. But came over a year early, took a lesser contract because he wanted to prove that he could do it on the big stage, both as a pitcher and as a hitter. They love to see that from Shohei Otani. Good competitive nature in him. 718 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street now stocks drifted lower but slowed some of the losses to start the week. The Dow fell 154 points, off almost a half a percent. The Nasdaq gave up a fraction going into the red just after the bell. And the S&P closed down nine, a loss of less than a quarter of a percent. Economists say volatility is returning to the markets as worries rise about how aggressively the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates. The central bank says that's what's needed to cool inflation, but investors are are worried if the Fed pushes too hard, the economy will fall into a recession. New home sales slowed more than expected last month, with the housing industry being hit especially hard by rising interest rates. Fed Chair Jerome Powell may have more to say about all of this when he speaks at an event later this week in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It has been the site of some major market-moving speeches in the past. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Looking for RVs, campers to motorhomes, the largest selection and best prices. September 14th through 18th in Hershey. Wherever you're coming from, it's worth the trip. Visit largestrvshow.com. Hey everyone, this is James Kelly from WMBF. Winter is quickly approaching here in Binghamton, so it's time to stop putting off all those car and truck projects you've been thinking about. 
The best place to get them done? That's JNR Upholstery at 20 Emma Street in Binghamton. Because they're well known for their customer service and family atmosphere, so you know they'll take the time to make sure you leave happy with the way your car or truck turned out. They can do a variety of things for your vehicle, including adding a remote starter, perfect for those Binghamton winters. I don't think I'd be able to survive here if I couldn't use a remote starter at 4 o'clock in the morning. They could add a snow plow to your truck, also pretty helpful I hear for these Binghamton winters. And they can line the bed of your truck with their ultra-strong Patriot liner, just one millimeter thick, looks fantastic, and it's unbelievably strong. They could also add a truck cap to the back of your car or truck. It's easy to install, no drilling required, and it's easy to use. You just pull it right down, so no more pulling or stretching, like you have to do with some of those other truck caps. You know, they're the number two volume dealer in truck caps in New York State. There's nowhere in Binghamton areas where you can be as sure that you're getting the best possible service for your car or truck. JNR Upholstery has been a part of the Binghamton community since 1968. That's decades, and they have an experienced and knowledgeable staff that can answer any questions you have about your car or truck project. So head on down to JNR Upholstery at 20 Emma Street in Binghamton, or give them a call at 607-797-6832 for all your car or truck needs, and get back on the road in style. Almost. I got smart about mortgages. Now it's my house I go home to. I got smart about credit cards. Now paper or plastic has a whole new meaning. When it comes to your money, whatever you want to get smart about, you can find it at smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org is a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money. Smartaboutmoney.org. It's the easy place to start when you want to get smart. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.23 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your political insights from ABC News. The federal investigation into possible connections to sex trafficking did not prevent Representative Matt Gates from winning a landslide Florida Republican congressional primary Tuesday night. I would invite all Republicans, independents, and reasonably thinking Democrats to come join our cause. Congressman Gates telling supporters that former President Trump called to congratulate him. Gates has supported Trump's repeated falsehoods about the 2020 election. Former Republican and now Democratic Florida Congressman Charlie Crist won his new party's primary to get his old governor's job back, saying Ron DeSantis isn't fit to stay in office. He won't condemn hate or extremism, like the Nazis running around our state waving his flags. Republican Governor DeSantis says the race is about his party against liberals. We are not going to let this state be overrun by woke ideology. Those are your political insights. I'm Andy Field, ABC News. This is it. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. 
I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And we are now joined on this Wednesday morning by our good friend Karen Sweet O'Neill. Karen, how's it going? Going pretty good. How about you, James? Oh, can't complain. It's a nice little Wednesday here. You betcha. Hump day. Yeah, we're almost to the weekend. We're halfway there. That's what we work for, right? We work for the weekend. Right? <laughs> so we got a little preview of what we're going to be talking about today yesterday, but why don't we dive right in? All right, we will. So we're talking about, you know, advertisements that you're going to be getting in your mailbox, and they probably already started, if you're close to Medicare eligibility or if you're already on Medicare. So, for instance, one of the... Um, enticing pieces of mail is um, important, complete and return, you know, this postage paid card for a Medicare Part B monthly premium reduction of $74 a month. Well, that's a pretty big reduction since they're paying the majority of people on Medicare for Part B, which is the medical part of Medicare, are paying $170 a month. So to have a reduction of $74 a month, obviously, that's going to take them below $100. So it's really enticing, and it's saying, you know, you could be pre-qualified for this, and um, your answers are based on um, your area of residence. Excuse me, your reduction is based on your area of residence. Well, that doesn't really mean anything to anybody because unless they sell Medicare Advantage plans or what have you, they wouldn't even understand exactly what that means. So when, and there's an 800 number, of course, if you want to get to respond even faster. So what these are doing, what these leaflets and pamphlets and flyers are doing are encouraging people that are on Medicare to contact them, and then that gives the insurance company and the agents that are offering this permission to contact you and contact you and contact you. So on the bottom of each form of a leaflet or a pamphlet or an advertisement for Medicare and how you can reduce your premiums and all of these sorts of wonderful things, you're going to say, it's going to say, You know, this information is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. Let's say that again, or the federal Medicare program. And you may be contacted by a licensed Medicare agent. And some restrictions may apply, no cost obligation. So, number one, it is not offered by Medicare. It certainly looks like it's from Medicare, and you will be contacted by an agent, and you will be contacted over and over and over again. So the majority of the people that will contact you won't be local, so you're going to be dealing with someone who knows in whatever state. So things that might be available to you in New York 
the agent might not even be aware of, like the EPIC program and maybe the UHS program or the Lord's Assistance Program and things like that. So you want to be really careful about what you respond and when you respond, because once you're on the list, you're on the list for open enrollment. Now, there's other things, though, James, during this time period, and the open enrollment, annual open enrollment, for people on Medicare is October 15th to December 7th. And that's the time period that Medicare beneficiaries need to make an appointment, come in, decide, can I keep my coverage, what has changed, um, should I change my coverage, and everything will be effective January 1. So there's what we call an annual notice of change. Now, this is an important uh, important piece of mail. If you are in a Medicare Advantage plan, then your annual notice of change will be sent to you, and it's going to be a printed copy of the plan um, by September 30th, but the plan for January 1. So basically, any changes, any improvements, anything, you know, anything that has been taken away will be in that booklet. And a lot of people just set it aside because they get so much mail, James. They're just like, oh, I didn't even look at it. You need to look at it because that's what's going to really tell you um, what your options are going to be if you stay with the plan that you have. If you're in a Medicare supplement plan, those plans don't change unless you change the letter of your plan. So you will not receive an annual notice of change. And quite often with the Part D prescription plan, yes, say you're on Silver Scripts. Silver Scripts may send you a notice of change saying we are, you know, dropping this prescription or we're increasing your premium $20 a month. And that happens. So you need to just be aware of what you're getting or you can just come in and we'll help you just go through what your choices are for uh, January 1, 2023, and then get you all set. Yeah, see, that's what I would do. I would just say, I have all this mail that I don't understand that I'm not even really checking that clearly. So I'm just going to go to Karen and say, Karen, can you figure this out for me? What does this say? What does this mean for me? Well, I'll tell you, it's the most efficient way to do it. A lot of people do call us and they'll say, oh, my goodness, I got this thing. And do I have to respond to it? Because it's very clever the way these are formatted. And, you know, I'll just say, okay, read me the three top lines. And they'll read it and they'll say, no, 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 that's an advertisement. You don't need to respond to that. So, you know, that's what we're here for. But we're here to discuss what you have as far as your prescription and your health insurance coverage See if you can keep the same thing, see what the improvements are, and also see if it's time for you to move on and get something new. Yeah, it's definitely more clever than those voicemails I get 10 times a week about extending my car's warranty. Oh, my stars. That is, that is just Yeah, amazing. once you end up on one of those lists, it's over. I don't even it, answer it the phone over. anymore. That's <laughs> so true, James. Oh, but if they'd like to contact us, they can. Uh, we're up on the Parkway, 1708 Vestal Parkway East, up above Plato's Closet Style Encore. You drive right up to us. Um, we're on one floor. You can reach us at 607 772 4898. You can Google us at KSO Insurance, and all of our contact information comes up. Or simply go to a phone book. We have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. Karen, thank you so much for joining us, as always, every week. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and this pretty nice weekend. Looks like we're going to have some decent weather. 
I know. Super. I hope you do, too. Thanks, James. Have a good one, Karen. That's Karen Sweet O'Neill. It's 734 on WMBF. Ed Page. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. I'm Bob Joseph. It's 60 in downtown Binghamton at 735. The forecast, some patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, today will be sunny. A few showers possible this afternoon. The high, 81. A developing story, the U.S. military now carrying out a strike in Syria on Iran-linked targets. The U.S. military's Central Command writing in a statement that the strikes were carried out on facilities used by groups affiliated with Iran's elite Revolutionary Guard Corps and that they were meant to prevent the groups from attacking U.S. forces. This all comes as the U.S. weighs how to respond to a proposal put forth by the European Union meant to revive the Iran nuclear deal that former President Trump pulled out of and President Biden is trying to renegotiate. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. Muted Independence Day celebrations underway in war-torn Ukraine. Today marks six months since Russia's invasion of the former Soviet Republic. ABC's Ian Pinnell reports from Kiev. Ukraine celebrates its Independence Day as it never has before, with fears today could see increased Russian attacks. In an address to the country, President Zelensky warning that the national holiday could bring hideous Russian provocations and brutal strikes. WNBF News Time, 7.36. Endicott native Josh Riley is the winner in the primary between... Uh, M and Jamie Cheney, that's in the 19th Congressional District, the newly redrawn 19th. Preliminary results indicated Riley defeated Cheney by a 63 to 37% margin. He'll face Republican Mark Molinaro in the general election in November. Democratic Ulster County Executive Pat Ryan defeated Molinero in a special election in the district, which had been represented by Antonio Delgado until he resigned to become New York's lieutenant governor in May. Ryan received 52% of the vote. Molinero received 48%. In the Democratic primary in New York's 52nd Senate District, Leah Webb defeated Leslie Danks-Burke. Webb will face former Binghamton Mayor Richard David in the November election. Two New York Democrats have been ousted from the House in primary elections after the redistricting shuffle. A 15-term incumbent who chairs a powerful House committee, Carolyn Maloney, and a first-term progressive, Mondaire Jones, lost their elections. Maloney lost to her longtime colleague, Congressman Jerry Nadler. Jones lost in a crowded race for a new district. The chair of the House Democrats' campaign arm, Sean Patrick Maloney, survived a primary challenge of his own. WNBF News Times, 738. The Metropolitan Opera in New York City will drop its vaccination requirement for audiences next season, but will still mandate the wearing of masks. That decision differentiates the Met from Broadway theaters, which loosened restrictions 
in July by making mask wearing optional. Last May, most Broadway theaters lifted the requirement that audience members provide proof of vaccinations in order to enter their venues. WNBF News Time, 738, forecast from News Radio WNBF. Some patchy fog around the Twin Tiers this morning. Otherwise, sunny today with isolated showers this afternoon. High 81, mainly clear tonight. Low 58, sunny tomorrow. High 84, mostly sunny Friday with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 86. Right now it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at 739. I'm Bob Joseph, WNBF News. Want to say... Seven forty on WMBF on this Wednesday, August twenty fourth. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Bob Joseph, as Kathy White is on vacation this week. So I hope she's enjoying her time off, and I hope Bob's enjoying coming in at five o'clock in the morning to do the news. It's not usually his schedule anymore. Big weekend in Binghamton college students moved back into Binghamton University. We talked about it a little last week with, you know, just getting around on Vestal Parkway, acknowledging that, yeah, some of these kids don't know where they're going yet. So be patient with them. Give them a minute to figure it out. It's going to take some time. All that on top of the road work that was already scheduled on Vestal Parkway just makes driving a disaster. Haven't hit too much of that traffic at 530 in the morning, though. That's crazy. And here I thought all college students were awake at 5 a.m. Gonna be a lot busier in downtown Binghamton these days. Tough to find places to, let's say, consume sodas. Consume moxie, as Bob Joseph would put it. With all these youths around again. All the young kids. Causing havoc around downtown Binghamton. You know, I didn't know that they actually closed State Street entirely. They just, police just come in and block off the street. I was walking around last weekend. Now that the college kids have returned, just looking for a nice quiet place to get away from all of them. I saw kids just overtaking the streets, filming videos, yelling, acting crazy. So I guess that's just what it's going to be like for the next four or so months here in Binghamton. Not my favorite. I like nice, quiet places. I'm too old to be acting like that now. Too tired all the time. I'm worn down. You can't be dealing with all those college kids wreaking havoc on the soda establishments here in downtown Binghamton. It's 743. You're listening to WMBF. Looking for this is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that pinata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. News Radio 
745 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen early last week after undergoing joint repairs. Now won't open until August 29th, so all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. Around Broome County, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Hale Eddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 60 degrees, some fog and mist out there, 100% humidity, and a dew point of 60 degrees, so just into that muggy range. Today isolated showers after 3 p.m., sunny with a high near 77, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight mostly clear, a low near 59. Tomorrow sunny with a high near 80. Tomorrow night slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 a.m., partly cloudy with a low near 62 degrees, a 20% chance of rain. Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 81 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. And Friday night, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 8 p.m., partly cloudy with a low near 60 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. Then we'll get into a pretty nice weekend. Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 78, and Sunday, sunny with a high near 83. It's a good weekend for being out and about in the greater Binghamton area. And try to enjoy the last of hiking season before the winter descends upon us. I hear it happens quick here. I'll have a quick check on sports as well. Aaron Judge hit a 453-foot drive halfway up the bleachers for his 48th home run and added an RBI single during a 7th inning rally, boosting the Yankees past the Mets for a 4-2 for a two-game series sweep. In a Subway Series, both teams hope was a World Series prelude. A boisterous crowd of 49,000, the most at Yankee Stadium in the regular season since the 2013 opener, stood for the ninth as the Mets loaded the bases with two outs on a hit and two walks against rookie Clark Schmidt. Wandy Peralta relieved and retired Francisco Lindor on a fly ball for his second save of the season. No game for the Yankees or the Mets tonight. Tomorrow, the Mets will take on Colorado and Jacob DeGrom will take the mound. DeGrom was supposed to pitch against the Yankees yesterday, ended up getting pushed back. And the Yankees will head out to Oakland to take on the Athletics. Start of a West Coast trip for them. I always hate when the Yankees go on a West Coast trip. Not only are the games much later, but they never seem to win in Oakland. No matter how bad the Oakland Athletics are, the Yankees just can't seem to win in Oakland. Binghamton Rumble Ponies won last night, 8-6. Got RBIs from Gaddis, Mangum, Mauricio, and Sanger. Mangum hit a home run, a solo shot in the seventh inning, so a good win for the Rumble Ponies. They're back in action tonight at 7 o'clock. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF since it's on the road. Pre-game starts at 6.45 with Jacob Wilkins. Another sports news, Fernando Tatis Jr. apologized privately to his San Diego Padres teammates for testing positive for a performance-enhancing drug, then publicly expressed remorse for the 80-game suspension that will keep him off the field well into next season. The star shortstop said he's really sorry for mistakes, 
and that his dreams have turned into his worst nightmares. He said there's no one to blame other than himself. He was suspended on August 12th after MLB said he tested positive for Clostebol, an anabolic steroid. Tatis will also undergo shoulder surgery, which the Padres have wanted for a couple years now, just a recurring injury. So they want him to get that permanently fixed now that he's got an 80-game suspension and the offseason to deal with, so plenty of time to make a recovery and return at some point next year. Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets plan to stay together after all. The all-star forward asked to be traded earlier this summer. The Nets said Tuesday that the team's leadership met a day earlier with Durant and business partner Rich Kleiman in Los Angeles and agreed to move forward with their partnership, according to general manager Sean Marks. Marks added that the goal remains to bring a championship to Brooklyn. That is certainly more likely by keeping Durant, who remains one of the best scorers in the NBA. He's set to begin a four-year extension that he signed last summer. A weird situation with Durant. Almost immediately after Kyrie Irving announced that he was opting into his $36 million option with the Nets and said, I'm here to stay with Kevin Durant. I want to play with Kevin Durant, so I'm going to stay. And Kevin Durant said, well, I think I'd rather go somewhere else. Why don't you send me to Phoenix? Imagine wanting to live in Phoenix, Arizona instead of Brooklyn, New York. Well, that's how much Kevin Durant apparently despises Kyrie Irving since there were no trade talks before all of a sudden Kyrie was going to re-sign with the team. And Los Angeles Angels owner Art Moreno says he's exploring the possibility of selling the franchise. Moreno purchased the Angels in 2003, a year after they won the World Series. He's spent aggressively on aging free agent stars like Albert Pujols and Josh Hamilton, but the club hasn't been back to the Fall Classic since he became owner. Los Angeles is set to miss the postseason for the eighth straight year, despite featuring AL MVPs Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Moreno's announcement comes at a critical moment for the franchise, with Otani set to be a free agent after the 2024 season. It's 7.51. You're listening to WMBF. Almost three. WMBF. 7.52 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends, Instagram is taking on the so-called anti-Instagram. Engadget's Carissa Bell says Instagram has confirmed it's working on a new feature called Candid Challenges. At a random time each day, you'll receive a, a prompt to take a photo within the next two minutes using both your front and back camera, and then that will go out to all your friends. It echoes features popularized by the new social media app Be Real, and Bell says that's likely no accident. Be Real is very popular right now. It's very hot, especially with with young people, we know that Instagram has a history of sort of paying close attention to these kinds of trends and, and figuring out if there's a way that they can replicate it. She adds that Be Real is often called the anti-Instagram for its emphasis on authentic posts instead of Instagram's more curated feed. But at the same time, Instagram themselves has said that they also want to reduce those pressures and, and their hidden light counts and, and done other things to sort of mitigate some of those negative effects. With Tech Trends, I'm Derek Dennis, ABC News. I was 50. Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. 
As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Seven fifty-six here at WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. An update on Pierce Creek Bridge on Pierce Creek Road in the town of Binghamton. It was supposed to reopen to traffic earlier last week. Now won't reopen until August 29th. So all local traffic will still need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. And around the county, paving will take place on Caldwell Hill Road. Drainage repair will occur on Bun Hill Road. Crews will rebuild shoulders on East Windsor Road. Ditching will be performed on Airport, Center Village Loop, East Windsor, Haleddy River, Hollyton, and State Line Roads, as well as Park Avenue. Patching and striping will take place on various county and town roadways, and mowing will continue on the right-of-way along the county roadway system. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 60 degrees, maybe foggy and misty out there. 100% humidity and a dew point of 60 degrees, so just into that muggy range. Today, isolated showers after 3 p.m., but sunny with a high near 77, a 20% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly clear, a low near 59. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 80. Tomorrow night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 a.m. Partly cloudy, a low near 62, a 20% chance of rain. Friday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 2 p.m. Mostly sunny, a high near 81 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. And Friday night, showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before 8 p.m. Partly cloudy, a low near 60, a 60% chance of rain. Before we get into a pretty nice weekend, Saturday mostly sunny, a high near 78. And Sunday sunny with a high near 83. It's 7.57. You're listening to WMBF. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. (laughs) To speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 7.59 on WNBF. As we close out our number two of First News with myself, James Kelly, this week joined by Bob Joseph. 
Got one more hour of first news to go before we hand it off to Bob for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in and contribute to the program, ask about some local issues, and finally find out what Bob Joseph was teasing all day yesterday. Today's the day. We're going to find out. I might know the secret, but I won't say it out loud. But up next, we got ABC News. 